In hospital operating rooms, tiny robots are doing surgery. The miniature robots were invented by Shane Farader, professor of engineering at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Farader is seeking approval for his medical device from the Food and Drug Administration. So we're 20-some patients into a, about a 30-patient trial. So we're very excited about that. The robots are out there in real hospitals being used on real patients. And um, the most important thing is our patients have done really, really well so far. So we're very excited to be where we are. Farader is co-founder of Virtual Incision, a medical device company located at Nebraska Innovation Campus. In this edition of Leading Nebraska, a look at how miniature robots are launching the university into a high-tech future, and even into space. Three, two, one, zero, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff, 32 minutes past the hour. At Virtual Incision, Miranda Ahrens Bennett tinkers with the robotic setup. She sits at a large console and rotates controllers that operate a nearby robotic arm. Watching a screen, Aaron's Bennett maneuvers tiny clamps so that they grip and move small, colorful pegs around on a board. You know, I'm, I'm playing around, working, on, uh, working through a dry demo just to show surgeons how the robot works, how it moves, how it operates. Aaron's Bennett is Director of Market Development for Virtual Incision. Today, she demonstrated the device for a visiting surgeon from San Diego. I'm really intrigued by pockets of sites of care, patient populations that could really benefit from a device like this and really complement um, other devices that are out there. So I think we've got a lot, a lot of potential with MIRA. MIRA stands for Miniaturized In Vivo Robotic Assistant. Farader describes how it works. So Mira is a handheld two-pound device that's inserted into the body for surgery. It has a couple of arms like we do. We've shrunk the surgeon down and put them inside the body. Uh, it's got a camera that's kind of like a head that looks left, right, up, and down. And it does, you know, surgical type tasks, cautery and dissection and those sorts of things. Uh, the idea is that you can move it from room to room so that we could provide this minimally invasive surgery to kind of any patient in any OR in any setting is kind of uh, our mantra is we want to expand minimally invasive surgery to more places by making it more accessible with this smaller, easier to use device. A smaller incision means better outcomes for patients and shorter recovery time. Mira is also cost effective and affordable for hospitals. The robotic device is currently being tested for use in colon resections needed to treat gastrointestinal issues like diverticulitis and inflammatory bowel disease. But Farader sees a bigger role for his miniature robots. Mira will be our first product, but we envision a family of robots that are more tailored to different procedures. So you might have a gynecology robot, or you might have a smaller robot that's, that's for gallbladders or for hernia. So we really envision a, a platform of different devices. At Virtual Incision, engineers and computer scientists are bringing that dream to life. This is our engineering space. This is where we build the robots and the cameras and the consoles that we're testing. It's a long process. Building a medical device comes with a host of certifications, standards, testing, and other stringent requirements. It's not just stuff we threw together. It's, there's, a, there's a quality process that governs everything we do so that we're making the best device for our testing. 
Faraday has been working on his invention for years, making design changes, tweaking, testing, and tweaking again. A wall of plaques in a conference room represents the patents that paved the way to success. Faraday and his colleagues have received millions of dollars in grant funding and capital investment, including support from the U.S. Army and NASA. Most recently, a grant from the Space Agency will be used to prepare the robot for a test mission aboard the International Space Station. As NASA wants to go further and deeper into space, they're going to have to have more capabilities to support uh, the crew. And uh, we want to kind of take a step in that direction. Faraday's surgical robots also have an impact at home in Nebraska. As a professor, Faraday's research enhances his teaching experience in the classroom. Interns, get to work. Virtual Incision also employs student interns like computer science major Taylor Burnt, who is a part of the effort to improve the devices. That's, that's the goal, smaller and better. <laughs> Burnt says an internship is a valuable way to use what he learns in the classroom while figuring out future plans. It's just something you should, you should do. You should work at a big company, you should work at a small company, see how you like it. Faraday says virtual incision is also a job pipeline for UNL grads. I'm really happy that we are providing high-tech jobs for graduates of our university so that they have an opportunity to stay here if they want to. I want to keep that talent right here in Nebraska. Virtual Incision and Faraday's research also provided a basis to build on in robotics. A coalition of educational, commercial, and research entities recently earned a $25 million award from the federal Build Back Better Regional Challenge. The Heartland Robotics Cluster will develop Nebraska's leadership in agricultural robotics. It includes money for robotics-related research and teaching spaces at UNL. Nebraska's strong performance and history in robotics technology helped attract the award. Faraday is looking forward to seeing what the robotics cluster can do. It's a strong coalition of all the pieces you need in your infrastructure to put together successful products in uh, agrobotics. Entrepreneurship is driven by innovation and the kind of grit that doesn't give up. Faraday says his robotics technology has evolved over time and is still changing. That's why the old carpentry rule, measure twice, cut once, doesn't apply in the world of startups and creativity. What I do is say, give me a board, let's try it out. Say, hey, that one's too long, give me another one, that's too short, let's try that. And you learn through doing. So don't measure, cut twice is, I think, much, much better advice if you want to be innovative and do new things. And, push forward into uncharted, unmapped territory, then don't spend a lot of time measuring, spend a lot of time doing. The result? A journey that produces robots for surgery, for space travel, for a future that's out of this world. You've been listening to Leading Nebraska. To read the transcript for this podcast or to find more stories about how the University of Nebraska builds a stronger state, visit nebraska.edu slash nu for N-E.